Hello, welcome to this episode of Signal. Every so often here at Jano Media, we have a conversation that we think is worth pressing the record button on. Like this one, when I, Sassy Clyde, head of podcasts at Jano Media, sat down with Emma Humphreys, who is partner in the real estate disputes team at our fabulous client, Charles Russell Speechleads, to talk about her experiences making their long-running podcast series, Property Patter, with us. We had a bit of a false start involving a snowball, but um, after we got going, it was a really enjoyable and informative conversation for me to have with Emma. And here it is. Hope you enjoy it. So I'm delighted to be joined by Emma Humphreys today, who's been kind enough to come on and talk to us about her experiences making a podcast, podcast guru almost. Um, We've been (laughs) making a property patter for... Well, since before my time at Jano, so yeah, it was pre-pandemic. Two years, pre-pandemic. Yeah, yeah. so it's been going well. Um, Strength to strength, I think. Um, So, Emma, hi, thank you for being here. Um, Could you just start by telling us about your role at Charles Russell Speechleys and what it was you um, that made you want to make Property Patter? Yes. uh, Well, I'm a partner at Charles Russell Speechleys. I'm in the real estate disputes team. Sorry, Sassy, that's my husband. I did tell him oh, I was recording. Steve. Recording? <laughs> Get your on air sign on. I'm going to show him my on air sign. Look, <laughs> look. Because <laughs> he's clearing the snow. He thinks it's hilarious. Right. Oh my God, you've got snow. Enough oh, to yeah, clear. Oh, yeah, snow. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've sent him out there to clear it off the branches, thinking that would give me an hour of peace and quiet. But no, I'm just going to put that face it the other way so he knows what I'm doing. That is. <laughs> Sorry. That- let me start again. <laughs> That's such an American holiday family Christmas movie that he's outside with the shovel clean and stuff. He actually looks like an American Christmas movie as well because he's got a great big bobble hat on. Um, yeah, so I'm one of the partners uh, in the real estate disputes team at Charles Russell Speechleys. Uh, and it was actually pre-pandemic that we started recording podcasts. Um, it was an idea of one of the associates in our team. Uh, he was very keen on doing something uh, to reach out in a slightly different way. Yeah, so we just sort of had a bit of a, a chat, chewed through some ideas, tried to come up with a name. That was actually the hardest yeah. bit about yeah. it. Um, so anyway, we, we came up with Property Patter, which we were very happy with. Um, and yeah, so that 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 was kind of where we started from, really came up with some ideas, worked out sort of what audience were we aiming at, what, did we, what sort of things did we want to cover, at what level, um, uh, you know, bearing in mind there's other podcasts out there and mm-hmm. you know, we wanted to offer something slightly different. And that was definitely, I think, about three years ago. Yeah, that sounds about right. And when you say you wanted to reach out in a different way, I mean, what do you mean by that? I mean, how usually would you reach out to interested clients, people that might need your services? Well, I think... You know, traditionally, law firms have tended to do, you know, seminars, uh, lunchtime or, you know, maybe breakfast or evening. Um, There's been articles, you know, you might go in and do some training for a client or an agent or what have you. Um, So that's what I call your sort of traditional methods. But I think we all know everyone's lives are getting more hectic. People's attention spans are much shorter. Mm -hmm. So I think in the past, there was a real desire to sit there for an hour and, you know, have a good meaty legal lecture. Um, (laughs) And and funnily enough, I think that the appetite for that is is perhaps not quite. Well, yeah, it's wavering. It's wavering. Um, so yeah, and and I suppose also, you know, with with that lack of time, it's thinking about you know how technology has moved on as well. Mm. So you know, people you know can listen to things obviously on the train. You know, we all see people on their phones. You know, they 
downloaded a whole series or whatever I confess I still don't know how to do that <laughs> so I still I still read a book but um but you know but but that's the way people are taking their content now isn't it you know they're, they're walking around they're listening to stuff they're sitting on the train they're listening to stuff or, or, or watching stuff um and so that's where I think um Sam, our associate who had the idea, I think that's where he was coming from is, is you know, look, people are taking content in different ways. It's, you know, it's shorter, it's snappier, um, and, and we should be doing something to feed into that. Uh, and that, I think, definitely seems to work for people when everyone's different, aren't they? There's still a room for, um, you know, a seminar and that sort of thing. But uh, I think that shorter, snappier content definitely has a market. Mm, yeah, and just from sort of recording it with you for two, three years, um, it's amazing the sort of range of subjects that you that you cover I mean as, as a, somebody that doesn't work in the legal sector I had no idea there was so much law to discuss uh, but you've I learned it's... a lot I think Sassy <laughs> I have I really have you could probably do a letter of advice now <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean it's true isn't it it's true I mean we're lucky because because Charles Oswald Speeches is quite a diverse firm, you know, we're what we call full service firm. So, you know, that means we do an immense breadth, you know, private client to corporate, um, uh, you know, everything in between. So it has enabled us to have some really interesting discussions because obviously, as you know, you know, we invite colleagues from other parts of the firm, not just real estate disputes mm-hmm. um, yeah. and not just our real estate transactional colleagues. So we've had people from our family team on, which was really interesting talking about, you know, rights of cohabitees and that sort of thing. I think yeah, that was probably our most is. educational one. <laughs> we, had yeah. a, we had a good chinwag after that one, didn't we? Um, that was mainstream, uh, and, that, know, that mainstream stuff. It was mainstream. It was. Um, and, you know, debunking some myths. Um, and yeah, and, and, you know, other colleagues from around the firm talking about a real variety of topics so we've always tried to keep it very interesting as well because again it's not a legal lecture it's supposed to be a chat about something you know yes there will be some law in there but actually it's it's got to be more interesting than that if you're going to get somebody to listen to it for you know 10 15 20 minutes it's got to be interesting Mm. and I guess you can be um sort of timely in what you choose to I mean obviously for stark example that I think of is the the spring budget or the budgets that you do you always have a sort of response to the budgets that come out don't you yeah and that's what I like about podcasts though because you can do both you know because obviously as you said we've had some timely ones when we know something's coming out you know we 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 plan or you know maybe a judgment comes down and it's interesting and we want to kind of talk about it straight away um uh you know particularly obviously during covid the the rate at which the law was changing it was great to be able to say oh, do you remember that one where we recorded it and then the government brought out a whole new load of law on the friday because of course they did um <laughs> of course they did um and so the following monday when we were like oh, just re-record all of that (laughs) but you know but it it was easy wasn't it you know it was easy to do actually because you know we wanted to talk about it just the law and change we had had slightly different answers um so that's what I like about it because you could bring things out quickly and you can be on it with the the news as it were Mm -hmm. but equally Mm -hmm. as you know you know we often record things you know way before we release them if it's a topic that's just you know more of an educational kind of topic um then we'll record it and you know bring it out as and when we feel we've got a bit of a gap in content you know let's let's release something which is more from a cpd point of view because obviously you know surveyors who are one of our main audiences you know they have cpt requirements they need to keep up to date so you know it helps them to do that yeah i mean it's the same people really who used to come to our seminars and that sort of thing you know pre-pandemic we were doing all the traditional stuff um and as i say you know how they 
taken their content has changed their commitments have changed with hybrid working Mm -hmm. if you have a seminar now how many people are going to come because it might not be their working day or whatever so you know it's all in a process of evolution anyway I don't think we're in the new normal yeah, really. But mm-hmm. um, definitely, you know, the feedback I've had from surveyors, you know, I have had, it's really nice. I've had surveyors, you know, search me out at conferences and say, you know, I listen to your podcast. They're really great. <laughs> That's so yeah, cool. it's really cool. It's really cool. Um, and yeah, and, you know, for them, it is that training thing because they have got to keep up to date. They do want to be, you know, current with their knowledge. They've also got to sign off and say they've been doing their training. But yeah, certainly, you know, I know surveyors are listening. They've always been an important audience for us. Um, and we've always wanted to, you know, help help people keep up to date and help them understand what are sometimes very difficult legal concepts, actually. You know, we did a session, you may, may remember, a waiver of the right to forfeit, which is like a minefield, um, and trying to distill that down. Um, and I think it's quite good. You know, I think, again, the podcast format is quite good because you can focus on a particular element. You can cover it in, you know, a yeah. short amount of time and not overcomplicate it and just yeah, get yeah. to the real, you know, the real crux of that one area rather than a whole hour all about forfeiture yeah 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 and and you can focus in on a particular case that's what I like about it even you know as a layman listening in it's interesting to hear about the the buildings and the people yeah behind these particular things and it's so funny when I hear you all remember the same <laughs> you will remember these cases that were around that you guys were working on or just famous cases. There are these infamous cases of particular things, aren't yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. Go down. I like it. I also like some of my favourites. I think have been where we've done the ones where we've, you know, given anecdotal stories about cases we have had, not necessarily kind of famous reported cases. Um, but do, do you remember that one with poor Emma who had? break notice trying to serve it in the BVI and they just had a hurricane or something and nothing was working do you remember <laughs> yes, that one? Yes, oh right, goodness you know and you could just imagine how stressful that was but you know but that's also you know it's really interesting um you know a bit mm. different and um yeah it just kind of brings it to life a bit because life is not mm. a textbook you know this is the reality mm. you know human you can read the Humans. rules about how to do a break notice but no one no, none of those textbooks mm. will tell you what to do if the BVI has just had a hurricane <laughs> so, maybe somebody should pen a quick chapter maybe emma should <laughs> yeah the practicalities the real life of break notices um but you know that's the thing you know if you went to a, again if you went to a lecture about break notices probably yeah, a bit yeah. hard going so what kind of direct results have you have you seen from from putting the podcast series out there with, with such regularity lots of good results actually you know we have had people come over to us and give us very f- positive feedback um i think it's always nice as well when we do still go out and do training and things and we, we put it up on the slides and you can tell people doing oh that's interesting you know it's a bit different um uh so that's you know yeah. just kind of shows that we're we're trying to deliver content in some different ways uh i mean our download numbers you know speak volumes i think we average out at about 150 downloads uh which you know if you've got 100 yeah. 50 people to your seminar you'd be super happy um and yeah, well, yeah. if you think of it like that if you think yeah. of 150 people in a room you know and now I think our yeah. I think our top one still is about I think it was just over 260 so you know it's it's good reach yeah yeah it is for for whatever it is for an hour's work really ultimately for you yeah. guys isn't it and, and, and I guess guests are quite up for it, are they? Are they quite, oh, all right, yeah, I'll come and talk about yeah, my Yeah, and I think that's been the thing, you know, that we've sort of, as we've gone along and we've grown in, you know, in what we deliver, because uh, obviously we started off, you know, sort of fairly baby steps quite wisely. Um, and, and then as we've learned what works better, um, we've had various 
guests on from surveying firms or all sorts of people, haven't we? We had an insolvency practitioner on. And um, yeah, and that's that's given it, again, a really interesting angle. I suppose, again, because you're you're getting someone to talk about the practicalities, you know, particularly actually insolvency is a great example. So, you know, you've got all this law around insolvency is totally baffling. But, you know, if you actually talk to an insolvency practitioner about what it means for them on the ground, um, you know, it's often um, quite different to what you what you learn um so yeah so that has been very interesting and we had a couple of surveyors on talking about uh dilapidations claims um and that were you know interesting you know their experiences of actually negotiating it on the ground um so yeah no it's 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 been a good variety i think certainly had no problem getting guests they all seem very happy to come on and have a chat <laughs> yeah that's great isn't it? it it's nice when you offer people a fresh certainly a fresh mode of receiving content but even a fresh mode of delivering their content delivering what they understand about a particular technical aspect of something yeah yeah definitely and I think also the thing with podcasts as well is you can be quite flexible because you know you could do a 10 minute you know Mm. quick cover of something you can do something a bit more in depth Mm. and then sometimes when we cover uh you know maybe we're bringing people up to date in a certain area of law or something and then obviously when we put it on the website you know we have a, a full list of cases if people want to read more and you know links to articles we've done and that sort of thing so you know you can kind of make it yeah. how you want it can't you you can give people you know mm. or people can search out more detail if they want it or if they just want a quick 10 minute blast then that's what you're giving them as well so that's right it almost acts like an archive mm. lovely so i think that's everything Emma, thank you so much for your time today. No worries. Um, I will see you on the next recording. Yes. (laughs) Thanks very much to Emma for talking to me today. We make so many podcasts here at Jano Media. So much great content which serves so many different purposes across loads of different sectors. That It's just really nice to stop and hear someone reflect on the process of their podcast and then, you know, make a podcast out of it, obviously. Anyway, if you would like to get in touch with us, we would love to hear from you. You can email me on sassy at janomedia.com or reach out to us via the website, which is clickable in the show notes for this episode. Thanks for listening. Bye for now.